welcome to episode 47 of The Playground Project with me, your host, Tanya Pomerantz. I'm so delighted you're hanging out on the playground with my fabulous mystery guest and me today. Before we start our chat, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at puddlejumpcoaching001 or reach out and say hi on LinkedIn. In the doghouse today, we are shining the spotlight on the Jamaican Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. The JSPCA has been working in Jamaica for more than 100 years. Its main mission is to promote the compassionate treatment of animals through education, advocacy, veterinary care, and the placing of unwanted animals in loving homes. They strive towards improvement of the conditions of animals in the pounds and abattoirs, as well as the racetrack and riding establishments in Jamaica. And of course, there's a connection between the JSPCA and my amazing mystery guest. They are both Jamaican. Please help me welcome to the playground today, the inspiring Daron Smith. Welcome, Darren Smith. And I know I said that wrong because it's Daron Smith because you <laughs> I know that, but you're very lovely. So I'm really happy that you're here with us on the playground today. And as the listener knows, context is really important. So before we start the career chat, I am just going to delve into your LinkedIn profile. And I'm also going to say how we know each other. So we met during a project management class. You were in it and I was speaking at it. Uh, Martin Coulson invited me to, to come in and speak. And I had done a little bit of research before I came in and I read about you. I saw on, on your little um, introductory thing for your class. And right. I was like, oh my gosh, I really like this guy. I hadn't even met this guy and I liked him. <laughs> so there, okay, so here's Darren and this is his LinkedIn profile, his about section. I have over five years of customer service experience and four years in radio broadcasting, refining my communication and hosting skills. My three years of military experience fostered discipline and teamwork in high pressure environments. With a background in information technology, I leverage technology for operational efficiency. I'm a technical individual, a fast learner, and adaptable to new situations. My innovation, adaptability, and positive mindset contribute effectively to any team. I consider myself an asset and never a liability. And he is an author of the book, Ready to Rise. And I'm I, I'm under pressure here because you've got this background in hosting <laughs> and all of that. Darren, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Tanya. It's, it's my pleasure being here. Thank you so very much for inviting me to the playground. I'm super excited to be here. Me, uh, me too. I mean, me too. I'm just, I'm smiling from ear to ear. And so I love to go back as a career development professional. I love to go back in time, really, and look at high school. And where did you grow up and, and go to high school? I was hoping before we, we get there, we would cement how we <laughs> met <laughs> the stakeholder management class where uh, you did a, pre a presentation and I was really encouraged by that presentation. You said something that it sticks. 
and it will forever be with me about allowing our values to guide our career development. You know, I didn't know who you were. Uh, you came in, you had such a pleasant aura about you, always smiling. And I'm like, hmm, this looks like a pleasant lady. And uh, that which you have said throughout all your presentation, that which you have said uh, sticks with me. And I, I must say that I connected with you from that day onward. So that that's my little uh, say on our um, <laughs> meeting. <laughs> well, our meeting is, it's officially <laughs> cemented then. I really thank you for that because that is something, honestly, that I keep in mind every day about the importance of aligning our values in our career development with ourselves. And I think that that's really significant. And I keep an eye on you, Mr. Uh, I see you in your in the Believe group, and I see what the the project management students have done. You're a fantastic group of of individuals, and honest to goodness, I can tell you, any organization would be exceptionally lucky to have you on board. And I'm telling you, wow. I'm telling you, the uh, the listener, you're gonna fall in love with Darren, just like everybody. <laughs> Again, no pressure, um, my friend. I, I really appreciate that. And um, we, we, I guess we can, um, it's okay for us now to go back to high school. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm from Jamaica and I grew up in a, a small community called Springville in the hills of uh, Bog Walk in St. Catherine. So there are 14 parishes in Jamaica and St. Catherine being, uh, I can say, the largest. Um, don't don't chew me up, guys, if I'm not correct, but I think it, it is. And um, from that parish, small community in the hills, that's where I grew up. I grew up going to the river. I didn't know about turning on the, the pipe to get water, to mm. shower or to wash the dishes, or we didn't know of dishwashers uh, at the time. Growing up, we went to the river. We used to carry containers. We call them drugs. We carry those to the river and we fill it with water. Then we bring it back home. We used to have what is called a drum. So we put the water in the drum to store it. And from the drum, we would take the water and we would wash dishes. We would cook and so forth. So a very, very poor background. I don't want to say a poor community and, and the persons living in the community would chastise me and castigate. So let me just say mm. that in our family, we were very poor. That was it. We, I think it, it was a one bedroom house. We grew up with our grandma, it was three of us on the bed, grandma, my brother, myself. And I think my uncle, uh, on the bed trunk. I don't know if you know it, but it's an extension of the bed that they we used to keep some of the clothes in. Mm. And uh, that was it growing up as a youngster or a toddler. It, it, we didn't see it as poor it, it, mm -hmm. because we used to go to the river. We used to go to the bush. Uh, we picked a, a lot of fruits. We have a lot of fruits in uh, fruit trees in Jamaica. So like mangoes, apples, star apples. We used to pick those. We used to go to the bushes. So we used to have fun back then as a child growing up. We played dandy shandy, hopscotch, Chinese skip. We used to have a lot of 
outdoor activities. So growing up as a child, you didn't feel as if you were poor because mm-hmm. there was so uh, much thing, you know, to be involved with. And, and we used to use boxes, make carts. And um, so, so, so that was it uh, growing up in a small community back in Jamaica. And then I did uh, school there. And then uh, from basic school, I went to uh, Rosemont Primary. And then I left there, went to, uh, I passed for St. Mary's College, but because it was so far away from where I live, I eventually transferred to a closer school, which was Charlemont High School. And if if you're from Jamaica and you're saying your high school, you don't just say Charlemont High School, you say the Charlemont High School. So that was um, my high school. High school was just fun. It was it wasn't serious for me. I did uh, the minimum. I was passing my subject because. The teachers say I'm naturally bright, but I don't spend enough time to, <laughs> you know, focus on academics. But high school was really for me was just playing basketball, enjoying it, you know, spending time with my friends. Looking back at it, I, I did the minimum, but I was still excelling. So that was high school um, for me. So when you were there at uh, the Charlemont, is that how do you say it? Correct. The, uh, first of all, why is it called the? Charlemagne? So it's it's just an emphasis that Jamaicans put on their school to sh- to to show that they're proud. So if it's say for example mm-hmm. you have Saint Catherine High School and you would ask a student from Saint Catherine High School which school do you attend, they don't say a Saint Catherine High School. They say the Saint Catherine High School. So it's basically mm-hmm. putting an emphasis on the school to say it is the. Are um, the school to go. And so after you graduated, and by the way, you know, I'm all about the, the colors. So the fact that you went to high school and you just enjoyed kind of spending time with your friends and you put in kind of, you know, the minimum effort that basically says to me, I'm getting a very orange vibe about that. And so did you know? Like when you graduated, and by the way, is it a, is it a four year? Like how how does it look in in Jamaica? Yes, so it's high school is from grade seven to grade eleven, so that's uh, five years in high school. Mm-hmm. After high school, you have sixth form, which is upper and lower six. So mm-hmm. it's not mandatory to go to uh, university. So I did just one year of sixth form. And, and then went to university. And did you know what you were going to study at university? I, hmm, that's a very good question. I, I didn't know. My father was a soldier. May his soul rest in peace. Passed three years ago. Uh, he was a soldier, right? Uh, which is a military member. I grew up seeing my father as a soldier and that's all I ever wanted to become. So while I was in school, that was just it for me. I want to become a soldier. I want to become a soldier. So in high school, when I was leaving, I was just doing what I needed in terms of the subjects, the amount of subjects that I needed to ensure that I got into the military. And what was that like? I am not in the military or have that experience. So what was it like? And is it mandatory in Jamaica? No, it's not. It's okay. uh, 
it's optional. <laughs> you have the choice still. I didn't get to go into the military after high school. I went to university and then it was after university that I went into the military. Um, it has been the thing for me, uh, the uniform, uh, you know, Tanya, uh, the girls or the ladies in Jamaica would say they love a man in uniform. They're so. not alone, my friend. That's almost like a worldwide thing. <laughs> so that, that was also a motivation to get into that uniform. So I could yep. be loved by, yep. by, by the ladies, you see. And um, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I joined it. It was tough because it was the reserve. So it's, it's basically you, you train and then you work part time while you do your civilian job. At the time when I started training, I was just working at a call center. So I would do call center during the week and then on the weekend I'll do training. Mm. which it's it was like two personalities because one you're dealing with customers you have to be warm courteous and friendly and then mm -hmm. when you go to training you have to put on that tough persona so mm -hmm. it was like you're two persons in one and then when i started radio um, I, I was a radio broadcaster when i was doing the military so it would be on the weekends it's this rough tough guy mm -hmm. And then now uh, during the week, uh, good morning, welcome to the show Arise JA uh, with your host Darren Smith. So it was at first, it was so difficult because it felt so unnatural. Like mm -hmm. I am aggressive on the weekend and then now on Monday I have to come and, and be this soft person. So it was a bit challenging at the inception, but after a while, I learned how to become the personality during the week and then the military being on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. When it comes to university, what did you study there? I did a bachelor's degree in uh, computing. I had so much interest in high school in doing IT, information technology, because I, I would love solve problems, right? Mm -hmm technical mm -hmm. problems. I'm that guy. And I was interested in becoming IT person. So when I, I did it in university, I started programming. And then I realized that programming is, it's not something that I really wanted to do, which is coding um, using C plus C sharp. JavaScript. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like, um, <laughs> this is taking too much. This is not for me. <laughs> So, so I lost the interest in the programming and the coding and, and the CSS, cascading style sheets and all of that. And then, you know, I started just looking at the technical aspect of it where the hardware, software, mm -hmm. uh, where if there's an issue with your computer, I'll try to figure it out to see what is causing it. Is it, is it a hardware issue? Is it a software issue? And that has been with me here at, at Algonquin College, where even the lecturers, when they have issues, I'm the first one to jump up and <laughs> go to, to troubleshoot. So that was it for me. I, I liked IT, but after a while, I was like, the programming, it's, it's too demanding. And then because it's ever evolving, IT is ever evolving. So you have to be mm -hmm. learning, learning constantly. And I'm like, I'm not up for that. So... I, I resort to radio broadcasting and, and the military. 
<laughs> okay. And now the next question, it's a big one. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your response. How have you pivoted in your life? It's really um, a big question, a tough question, a hard question, a difficult question, um, as well as an important question. When I think about pivoting, I, I'm thinking about maneuvering. I'm thinking about challenges. Mm. And in growing up, I've always seen my mom because I grew up with my mom and dad, but more so my mom, living with my mom. My dad would normally visit, but I, I live with mom, right? Mm -hmm. And I would normally see how she sacrificed to ensure that her three children, which is myself and my two other brothers, how she sacrificed, how she worked hard to ensure that we got what we needed and from her work ethic i believe that i have mimicked that in my own journey and my mm -hmm. own life where when there is a challenge there's no giving up my mom would normally say i want my three children to go to high school finish high school go to university finish university and she worked and watch that happen before she passed uh, mm -hmm. two years ago. So I have adapted that in my life where it doesn't matter what the challenge is, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go. Being a problem solver, mm -hmm. I am going to find a way. And I'm a firm believer in God that he has helped me throughout my journey especially when I lo lost my parents, you know, losing a mom in, in, in particular. Your dad, you, it, it troubles you, it bothers you, but your mom in particular, the, the one that nurtures you and, and she sacrificed everything for us. And that was a dent in, in my journey and it discombobulated my whole path, my entire path. And I was confused. I had sleepless nights. I couldn't fall asleep unless I had someone on the phone talking to. Mm. I had to leave the TV on. I moved the bed from the mattress from off the bed. I put it in the living room. I mm. couldn't sleep. It was devastating. Mm. And at that point in my life, Tanya, that's when if I never believed in God before or if my if I didn't have faith in God or, or anything at all, that's when I firmly planted my faith in God because I could not have made it through 2021 mm. had it not been for the powers of God. I, I felt like I was on autopilot. Yeah. I couldn't think properly i couldn't articulate i couldn't i couldn't do anything i felt as if i was being carried and that's when i know for a fact that i'm not alone on this journey so to answer the question in its entirety i am guided by one the principles of god and by the power of god and that has been my north star my director, my guide, 
my helper, my comforter throughout all my challenges, my obstacles. And even when I came here to Canada, I don't know if I have time to talk to you on this playground in Atania, but I have so much to say because this journey has been so challenging. Yet still, I have pivoted around the challenges to keep shining, to keep being confident, to keep being outspoken, to keep being loving. Because in losing your parents to, because she died in the in the pandemic, mm. you're asking a lot of questions like, why? You know, she was just 55 years old. Why? And and you question and you and you ask a lot of questions. Why is it this? Why is it that? Why this? And then eventually you go on and you realize that you can tell your story and encourage someone else who is in a situation right now where they feel as if life makes no sense for them. They see, It seems as if everything is going downhill. It seems as if nothing is working according to their plans and everything that they have invested their money in, it's just going AY. It's not happening. What do you do in that moment? And I would say, keep going, never give up. That's how I use the word of God to sustain me. And I, I have the answer to one of your questions. I think you're going to ask mm -hmm. in terms of my mantra, my quote, and what I live by. These are some of the things that helps to that helps me to maneuver the challenges that I face. And I was saying, even being here in Canada, studying in Canada. It didn't seem humanly possible. Persons who I went to and asked for help, they said no. Antonio, when you you know somebody can help you, or you have that hunch, like I know this person can help me, but they still say no, it breaks your heart. And then mm -hmm. out of nowhere, oh help came. It just seemed like a movie. It seemed so magical at mm -hmm. the last moment that I'm here and while I'm here you know the challenges that international students face while being in Canada paying school fee working covering your expenses your rent and and family back home and it's tough and yet still I keep going because I look at the end of the journey will be worth while wow Oof. i know it's 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 a it's a it's a lot it's it's a lot it, it is a lot and you know in speaking with you and listening to you and hearing your words i feel on some level that i'm i'm getting to know your mom mm. and that's a real gift Wow. When did wow. you get here? I got here last year, May. Um, just a few months. I'm I'm fresh. Yes, you are. <laughs> and then my first winter here. <laughs> um, but I, I I came here um, May of last year, the first of May. So it has it has been a good time so far. So of 2023. Yes. 
So you were like literally just fresh, fresh, fresh when we met. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. My goodness. And how are you liking the winter time? I normally say say to my brother who has been here um, for over 10 years that I'm excited about winter. I love the cold. He's like, mm, you're saying that because you're living in Jamaica and you don't know what cold is. And he's like, when you get here, you'll find out what cold is. And I'm like, I love the cold. But she, when I came here in May, it was four degrees and I was shivering. I'm like, mm. oh, um, <laughs> no, no, no. I have an appreciation for four degrees. <laughs> yep. So, yep. But so far, um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, the, the key I, I see is to just layer up uh, properly mm-hmm. and it, it should be should be good. Absolutely. Layer, layer, layer. And I'll tell you what, you know you're a Canadian when you complain about how hot it is in the summer and complain about yeah. how cold it is in the winter. <laughs> That's you the mark. It can be, it can be, please. That's right. Now, you know what? I know that people who are listening to to this little chat are are hearing you, and you know, you can hear you can hear joy in your voice. You you can. And yes. I'm going to ask, what brings you joy in life? Mm, that's a very good question. What brings me joy? Being of service to others. Mm-hmm. I get great joy from helping people, not as a people pleaser, but as a problem solver. And I think it has everything to do with my mom, how she you know, cultivated me. I, I always see her uh, helping other people in the community other people's children. She's always just helping. There are times when she would just open mm-hmm. up her home and um, help other persons to, to stay there for a while until things are sorted out for them. So in looking at that, I became that person where I, I'm always helping others. I'm always reaching out, assisting. And, and that's why I, I take great you know, joy in doing the technical stuff and trying to resolve issues. So in helping others, I think it was recently one of my classmates, one of my classmates, she came to me and she was like, could you help me with uh, your resume? I did a talk at the Project Management Connect uh, event here Mm -hmm. at Algonquin College. And um, I spoke about, you know, securing a job that's for co-op. And after I spoke, she came to me and she asked me about that. And I I was able to assist her in terms of how to kind of format her resume. And then in uh, like, I think it was a week or two after that, she told me that she got a call. You know, she wanted to just thank me for helping her um, formatting her resume because it really helped. In, in persons reaching out to her after that. So hearing those things, when I was working on the radio, persons used to say, hey, uh, you, you made my morning. I did the morning show and they would say, you know, that song, it really touched me, it speaks to me because last night I was crying about this. And they just start to express their issues and, and, and how it has been for them and how that song or that word of encouragement really helped them. So. In doing these things, 
those are the things that bring me joy. It makes me really happy. I can appreciate everything you're saying. And you seem to be that person as well who brings light to, to others. And it, it seems as if it makes or it, it brings joy to you, would you say? I definitely would. And I often say, especially of late, it is a very dark and challenging and painful world right now. And although there's nothing I can do to change what's going on, what I can do is be a source of inspiration and hope and lightness and joy and bring that into the world as much as I can. Wow. That's awesome. Well, that's why you're here to help me do that. So I'm, I'm going to ask, this is something you don't know that I'm going to ask. What's next for you? What's next? I am currently doing co-op, but I'll be doing co-op for four months. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm hoping that I can secure a job there. And then mm-hmm. it's to, to basically... I mean, I came here, I studied project management. It's it's utilizing all the tools that I have garnered from studying project management, be it cost management, scope management, um, stakeholder management, risk management, just utilizing those and um, enhancing wherever I go, in, in, in whatever team I'm, I become a part of uh, to see the betterment of the goals or the vision of that organization and just to cement myself um, in being a part of that organization and then see what happens if I continue uh, my journey here in Canada or go back to Jamaica. So those are the the options um, in front of me. And as usual, I see how God will guide me throughout mm-hmm. this process and um, continue to inspire and to encourage persons as well as you are doing. So I'm looking forward to doing podcasts as well because I had one back in Jamaica. So hoping that I can continue that here as well. There's so many things I want to do, but I'm not going to say, say, (laughs) my brother would normally say that um, you you, you want to do so many things. Like, what do you really want? I'm like, I... I write. I have a book titled Ready to Rise. I'm an author. I like to write poetry. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I might write a few books, uh, but I'm not going to say too much. Let's just <laughs> stay focused on finishing our co-op, doing my best, and leave the rest up to God and see. I like that. I like that. And we're going to close up by asking the, the question then. Do you have a particular quote that you... I, I feel your your essence and your your ethos and stuff, but is there a particular quote that that you look to or that you feel in your heart? I I have one, um, but before that, uh, I receive a plaque. I did a presentation um, for a religious um, organization, and they gave me a, a like a plaque to say, "Never give up." And I brought that here with me to Canada. And that has been like in front. When I wake up, get up, that's the first thing I see. Never give up. So that, that is extremely important to me because there have been a lot of times where I want to give up. 
I I have given up, given up in my mind, but I, I just kept going. So that is important. And to all uh, the persons who are listening, people who are listening right now, it is important for you, no matter what it is that you're going through, never give up, never give up. My favorite quote is from the Bible. I don't mm -hmm. want to be too religious, um, <laughs> but this is just me uh, personally. Um, John 15, 16, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. After reading this scripture uh, many years ago, I started calling myself the chosen one, <laughs> you know, because I, I believe I was chosen to, as you have said earlier, to, to, to show light and to sprinkle, um, you know, joy into the hearts of, uh, you know, whosoever we come in contact with. That is something that is personal to me, as I've said, not pushing it on anyone, uh, but that's just personal to me and dear to me. And what I would share with others holistically is to never give up. And what you're doing, Tanya, if I may say, it is something beautiful. And I want to say to you as well, never give up. Just keep doing what you're doing and continue to inspire the hearts of your listeners, your viewers. And um, yeah, it, it will blossom uh, or continue to blossom and to bloom into um, this beautiful playground where others mm -hmm. can come and, and, and enjoy the play. Oh, my friend. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your, well, your essence, your spirit, your your journey, your experiences, your grief, your your love and your joy with us, with, with me, with us. And, and you're right. That's the idea about the playground project is a is a safe, uh, fun, joy filled, positive, inspiring place for people who who come around. So yeah. thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate you. You're welcome, and uh, thank you for having me, Tanya. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Daron, for sharing your inspiring story and positive outlook. From going down to the river in the parish of St. Catherine, Jamaica's fourth largest parish, to studying project management at Algonquin College, Daron's journey includes military service, hosting a radio show, and writing his book, ready to rise. For Daron, pivot means maneuvering through challenges. He saw how his mother sacrificed everything for her sons and adopts her strong work ethic. For him, it does not matter what the problem is. He is going to get up and keep going. Darren shared his journey with grief after his parents' death and how his faith in God gave him the direction and strength to go on. After losing his mother during COVID, Duran was discombobulated and devastated. He believes God gave him the courage and strength to make it through 2021. Faith is Duran's North Star and has helped get him through these last years.
For Darren, inspiring other people to always keep going and never give up is what sustains him. He is someone who gives of himself to support and nurture others. He is experiencing his first winter here in the cold Canadian climate, and with his quintessentially joyful personality, is able to see the good in everything, including our harsh winters. I can't thank Darren enough for his creativity, his thoughtfulness, kindness, and joy. We definitely need more people like him in the world, and I, for one, hope he is able to make Ottawa his new home. Thank you so much, Darren. Please join me next week for another inspiring chat on the playground with another fabulous mystery guest. Remember to check out the Jamaican Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals to learn more about the good things they are doing for the animals in Jamaica. And please follow me on Instagram at PuddleJumpCoaching001. I am really looking forward to hanging out with you on the playground next week. Until then, remember to never give up and always keep going. To be good to yourself, to others, to animals, and the environment. And see you next time when we will jump into the future together. 